Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Good, the Bad, the Ugly of Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Yusan. And today, in week three, we are still going strong. And today, I want to talk about the art of negotiation in real estate. This is so fun for me. I feel like I have some really great tips for you. Negotiating with real estate agents is so easy if you just keep a couple tips in mind at all times. So I'm going to use an example of one of my past transactions to help you understand just how easy it is to negotiate with real estate agents. All right. First thing that I think is most important when you are negotiating your contracts is you have to be crystal clear on what your client wants to do and actually can do because sometimes there's a difference. So if they're getting financing, sometimes there's limitations on what they actually can do. But the most important thing is well, those are, these are both important things. So what can they do and what are they willing to do? Always keep in mind when you're negotiating, you have to, as your client's fiduciary, you have to be acting in your client's best interest, no matter what. Even if that means there'll be no deal or no money, you always have to act in their best interest. And keeping that in mind at all times, even though it might be painful, that's the only way. And, but when you do it that way, things always work out and you come out the shining star because everything you did was for them and in their best interest. You have to think of it like you're their parent. Most parents want what's best for their children. And if you're always doing what's best for your client, you always win. Always, always, always. Even though, again, take the money out, take the money equation out in all of your negotiating, I don't care how much money you're going to make. Well, obviously we do. We're not working for free, but if you put your client first and the money second, you always win for your clients. And that's exciting. Number two most important thing you need to know is you need to know the other party's situation. So here's the great thing about most real estate agents. You're hearing me talk a lot right now on my podcast, but that's because it's my podcast and I'm planning what I'm going to talk about and I'm required to talk, right? But really, I'm not a big talker at all. I am just fine letting everyone else do all of the talking and I just get to listen or check out. That is me. That is my personality. And if that is your personality, you can completely master the art of negotiation. Okay. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. If you get an agent on the phone, right? And let's say there's a lot of people wanting to make offers or your client just really wants the home and you're trying to find out the secrets. All you have to do is get the other agent on the phone and just ask a couple questions and they will keep talking. 
they will tell you so many things that they probably shouldn't be telling you, but eventually they tell you everything. I promise you, I want you to test this. I love asking, why are your sellers moving? What's going on? What is their time frame for moving out? How quickly do we need to get this done? So in the example that I'm using for this case, I was helping my client who happened to be my sister buy a second home and the owners of this home, the husband, they were an older couple and the husband was passing away. It was so sad and I am not making light of that situation. I know it was very painful for the family and even the listing agent. She was very involved in the family and she knew how delicate of a situation this was. But because I knew that, I could use that as a negotiating tool. Uh, they had already moved on. They had, the property had already been under contract with another party. And at the last minute, the other party backed out. And I knew that because I listened and I asked and I probed and she just told me all of this stuff. And it helps also that I'm just kind. And there's a lot of agents out there that are really rude and that is a disservice to everyone. And sometimes it's hard to be kind to agents that are not kind back. But if you can hold your own and just be kind and professional, you don't have to be over the top going out of your way, but just be a decent human being. Act with people like they're human and they have a family to feed too. So I just listened to this agent and she ended up telling me everything I needed to know about the other party. So the first deal fell through at the last minute. In the meantime, the owners had already moved out to their new home that they were going to live in together, but the husband passed away in the meantime and everyone was just over it. And she didn't need to tell me this because the market was still, I mean, in this location, the market wasn't quite as hot as other areas, but it was still a good market. So she would sell the home eventually, but the whole family was just over it and they just kind of wanted it to be done. And I knew this because she just told me, she told me everything. So know the other party and what you're dealing with. Ask questions to find that out. So ask, like I said, when do they need to be out? What's their plan after they move out? Are they tight on funds? What is their attachment to the home? Tell me the story of when they bought it, how long they've been there, why did they buy it? Get to that emotion too, because you can use that later on. Ooh, number three, know the other agent. So you can tell pretty quickly the personality of the other agent. I know the DISC profile assessment quite well. So I can tell pretty quickly if someone's just going to be driven and they're just going to be facts and tell me the facts and then I'm done. I'm out. I don't have time for you. Right. Or I know when it's an I personality where they're just going to tell me everything. And those are the best. And even though it's annoying to work with a talking other agent on the other side, 
If you can get a talking agent, that person will tell you everything you need to know and more. And if you play your cards right, they're that you're their best friend. And who doesn't tell their best friend everything, right? If you're a talky, chatty, I personality, you are looking for more friends. That's what I personalities do. They look for friends. <laughs> so if you can make them think you're their best friend, you win every time. It's so crazy. Now, if you have an S personality like me, S's are more listening and S's might not tell you everything because we just don't. It's just in us to keep our mouth closed. Other people do the talking. So sometimes it's a little bit difficult, a little more difficult to get things out of that S personality. But if you tell that S personality how much you enjoy working with them, how great it is to that they call you right back. If you compliment that S personality a lot, they'll open up and they will start telling you everything too, because S's also have a problem with not so much lying, but they, they want to please you. That's what S's do. S's want to make you happy. S's want to make sure you have everything you need to get everything done perfectly wrapped up in a bow. So if you can understand that from the beginning, uh, you're golden, right? So then there's the C personality. C, C's are super organized, just to the point. They're not always very chatty at all. They're a little more, I don't like to say recluse because who can be a real estate agent and be recluse? But they are just going to give you cold hard facts. They're going to want spreadsheets. They're going to want all these things right? To, to have all the details. So if you're asking for details, like, I don't know, details of the property, uh, they're more likely to tell you because they want people to know all of the facts. So I don't know if maybe I haven't mastered how to negotiate with a C personality, but they're not going to be frou-frou and fluffy. But thankfully, a lot of real estate agents are an I personality, so they're just going to tell you everything. <laughs> so it's awesome. So let me tell you the, the story of my sister's transaction to help you understand a little bit more about how I negotiated the sale. When we went in, I believe we offered a little bit less than the list price because we already knew that there was a transaction that fell through at the last minute and we already knew everyone just wanted to move on. So we offered a little bit less, but my sister and brother-in-law wanted the home so badly. They were like, we don't care if we have to pay full price. But I just had a feeling. And mind you, when you're helping your family and friends buy and sell real estate, it's a different stress level. I did not want to lose the deal for them because it's delicate. I have to live with them. I mean, I don't live with them, but you know, they're my family. I'm going to see them for the rest of my life. So I didn't want to screw up the deal for them. But because I had so much information going in, I just, I knew there were no other offers. I had already built some good rapport with the agent and we offered a little bit less and we got it. In the meantime, we had our inspections done. I think we were actually able to use the inspection from the first transaction. They shared it with us, which was super cool. And my sister and brother-in-law were fine using that. 
but don't ever push that. If your client wants to have an inspection, have them get an inspection. Don't ever. I get it when the market's tight and tough. Even if you can't make a transaction contingent on an inspection, if your client wants an inspection or wants it contingent on an inspection, follow the, follow the boss. Do what the boss says. Otherwise, if something goes wrong, they're going to have proof that you said don't do it and you're screwed. All right. So keep that in mind. So things were moving along, moving along, moving along. Received the appraisal back because they were financing the transaction. Appraisal came back short. I don't remember how short it was. I don't know, maybe five grand. So a good enough amount to make it hurt a little. And so my sister said, I don't care. We have the money. We'll just pay the difference. We don't want to lose it. But because I had done my homework before and because I had a good feeling about the other agent and listen, don't go off your feelings unless you really understand your feelings. I get feelings and I do act on my feelings and suspicions not suspicions, but I just know after you've negotiated enough deals, you just know. And I don't know any other way to explain that, but clearly I had asked enough questions and been given enough information that I just knew. And I felt comfortable. We weren't going to lose the deal no matter what. My sister had already said, I'll come up with the money. We have the money. It's not a big deal. And actually during this (laughs) when the appraisal came back, their entire family was in Hawaii. So they had the money, (laughs) but I called the listing agent and I said, Hey, we're short on the appraisal. Again, I don't remember how much, but I think it was like five grand. And I said, I'm really sorry. My clients really want this home, but they don't have any more. They're already putting down what they can and they have no more money to put into this. And I said it just like that. I said, we hate this. This is horrible. They really want this property and we really want to make this work, but they just have nothing else to give. And that wasn't totally true, but I was acting in my client's best interest because why would I tell the agent, oh yeah, we have the money. We're going to do it. No, you don't do it like that. (laughs) You don't show all your cards. No, no. So she was like, I understand, Rebecca, let me go to the sellers. This is so delicate because the husband passed away. It was not a good situation. And I just said, I know, tell them we are so sorry. I mean, I hammed it up, (laughs) but it worked. And my sister was freaking out. She's like, don't you lose this deal for us. We really want this. And she was really quiet and I could tell she was so nervous, but I knew I had it. So I just went with it (laughs) because I knew even if they came back and said, okay, we can't go any lower. We have to keep it at the agreed upon price. I knew my sister could pull through. So I just, I needed to try to get it at the lower price. So I did. So sure enough, the listing agent came back and said, okay, we're going to move forward at the new price. And I was like, yes, (laughs) 
So I called my sister and started yelling, we got it, we got it at the lower price. And she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I was freaking out. We thought we were going to lose it, but I knew we were not going to lose it because I had so many options for us. So <laughs> that was so great. That was such a fun transaction. But again, I have to go back to, I knew the other side's situation and I also knew my client's situation. My client is my sister. She trusted me uh, and trust is a big thing. Everybody was honest with each other of what was going on. So it was so much easier for me to negotiate. Oh man, yeah, I'm giggling because that was so cool to win that for them. And they'll never forget it. We still talk about it. And that was quite a few years ago. So, so fun. And that's how, that's how you get referral and repeat business. People don't forget those things. So keep that in mind. That's how you grow your business by being a great negotiator. Take some classes on it. Learn personalities. If you can understand people's personalities and treat them the way that speaks to them, you can't lose with that stuff. It's so easy. So I wrote a few key things to keep in mind. Ugh. When you are dealing with people and other agents, don't be a pushover. Be kind. Don't be a pushover, but don't be a jerk either. If you're just kind, like the golden rule kind of thing, I deal with a lot of agents that are just total jerks. Like I don't even want to work with them. And that might, I might not be trying to, but that might feed into when I talk to my clients about the, the property. If I don't like the agent, I might not have the best things to say, whether I know it or not. So be someone that people will want to work with. You don't have to be rude to be a good negotiator. You actually can be nice to people and win the negotiating every time. It is crazy. Just be kind. It's so easy. And if you don't want to be kind, go ahead and be a jerk the rest of your life. I don't care. But if you want to make more money, just be kind to people. People appreciate that. They respect that. They're more likely to give you what you ask for if you're just kind. It's so easy. It's ridiculous. Okay, this next one is a big one. So when you're negotiating, you state the facts. You do not state the emotion. You only state facts. And then you shut up. You shut up and you let the other agent talk. And just sit there and let them talk and talk and talk and if you have to cover your mouth with your hand, do it. Because he who talks first always loses. Just let them talk. They will tell you everything. <laughs> I promise you. Even if you go back with the most ridiculous negotiation ever, they will tell you everything. And maybe they can't come to the agreement of what you're asking for, but at least you tried. Sometimes the facts just don't work for everybody and that's okay. But you at least tried and you can go to bed at night knowing that you did your best and you can tell your clients, I went over everything we talked about and this is where they're at. And just be very calm. Don't get emotional. 
Ugh, I mean, I get emotional sometimes when people tick me off. It's hard to stay calm. But as soon as you lose your cool, you lose. You lose right away every time. So just be cool. Well, that's really it. So easy, but it takes practice. So start negotiating in other areas of your life, maybe with your spouse or, you know, role play with other agents and see what happens. It's so much fun. And once you start getting the hang of negotiating, you'll be a machine and you'll be so proud of yourself. And you'll look up one day and say, I'm the best negotiator out there. But I'm telling you, just keep this in mind. Keep your mouth shut. Say what you need to say in a kind way, in just a fact way, no emotion. You win every time. So with that, everyone, go be amazing today. Go sell something super expensive. And I'll see you next time.